everybody, and welcome to episode 71 of Therapy Thoughts with Lindsay. And heck, we're already into the second year of having Randy Cash be there through computer land. Hi. Hey. What's going on over there? What's up? I'm I'm chilling, man, you know. Ra ra ra, man. Oh my goodness. Hey, but I <laughs> actually get day. to see you in person in a few days. I haven't seen you yeah. in over a year. That's kind of crazy. Yeah, I'm still having trouble with that. Still trying to process that. Oh, wait till you see me. I have aged. You have you. I see you this way every week. You still look the same, unless you have some crazy filter going on that I don't know about. Yeah, I, it's called the uh, early forties filter. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, you're ridiculous. No, it is. It is crazy to think. I've, I've been having this conversation with lots of people lately because we've hit that mark of being in this for a year, which is a little bit crazy. It just is. It's it's like we're we're all processing things in lots of ways, you know. Yeah, it's taking some getting used to, right? Mm-hmm, some of the stuff I, mean, I don't I'm- think that I mean interrupt you. Nobody was prepared for any of this, you know. Right, right. I think that goes back to that, you know, if we have the ability to prepare for change, it's easier. That doesn't mean it's easy, but it's easier when it's forced upon us. (laughs) That's not always easy. And, you know, it's funny because a year ago we started talking about the impact that being at home with your significant other, with your family, you know, all of those things, what that was going to be like. And, I think the boundary concept has been something we've cycled in and out of throughout that whole time because boundaries are tough enough to set no matter the circumstances. But when you have a situation that's outside of your control or there's just elements of things that you don't have a lot of say in, sometimes having a way to set a boundary can be a good thing. But if you've never set boundaries with people in your life before, or maybe you haven't set, you know, specific boundaries with certain people, that doesn't always feel very good when you go to start doing it. And sometimes it can cause some bristliness. It can. I'd never considered being in close quarters like you might be now in the mm-hmm. pandemic uh, and your boundaries may be changing, you know, and growing. And wow, I, I'd never considered that before. Well, you know, so this week we're specifically talking about intellectual boundaries, but they all build on one another. I mean, there's seven basic types. The first week in the boundary series, we talked about uh, physical space boundaries. That one, of course, has been a factor this last year. We've talked about emotional boundaries, and I think a lot of people have experienced a certain amount of emotional distress at various times for lots of different reasons, and figuring out how all of those emotions can show up up in relationships, in families, in all aspects of our lives is a struggle sometimes. When we talk about intellectual boundaries, they're going to sound a lot like the emotional boundary concept, whereas emotional boundaries deal with your feelings and your emotions and how you share those, who you share them with, as well as who shares them with you, right? There's such a thing as like too much sharing on both sides of that equation, From an intellectual boundary perspective, we're still talking about, you know, thoughts, but thoughts more from an intellectual perspective. So the best way to think about an intellectual boundary is how able are you to hear someone else's point of view and not automatically jump to the place where you want to convince them they are wrong for how they feel? And I feel like that is a very loaded topic because we've seen that 
in all sorts of areas this last year. People that don't want to agree on things or don't know how to find middle ground or are just really hell bent on trying to convince other people that they're wrong, right? That's an intellectual boundary. of It's, it's, it's crossing an intellectual boundary. Well, then it appears to me these days intellectual boundaries are just being demolished and stomped. Unfortunately, I, I don't think you're wrong. I think that there we've lost that ability to just say, hey, okay, maybe I think about things differently than you do. Can we have an intelligent conversation and not, you know, not want to beat each other up? Like, let me give you a great example. When my mom got in town a few days ago, we went to uh, dinner and we did it in a socially distanced way. And we went to a safe gluten-free place and we were sitting there at dinner and it was me and my wife and my mom and a lady who's really like family to me. I grew up thinking she was my aunt, but she's, you know, one of those kind of like you, right? Chosen family just like you're, you're part of my life. I don't know what to tell you. Right. And it was interesting because the four of us sat at dinner and we shared thoughts about really difficult topics. And I'm not going to say that we agreed on all of them because I don't think that we did, but no one got upset. No one got offended. No one took something personally and then blew it out of proportion. And we also didn't try to convince the other ones that we were right and they were wrong. That's an example of intellectual boundaries in action. And it's not that we sat there and said to one another, "Okay, let's set healthy intellectual boundaries now. Here we go. No, we didn't do that. But we were very mindful of these are people that we love and care about. And so we're going to be very respectful as we have these conversations. And even if we don't all get on the same page, we can at least recognize what the other one is trying to do. And we can almost give them a little bit of the benefit of the doubt that they, they have good intentions, you know? Nothing wrong with having a conversation, especially uh, with someone who you may have opposing viewpoints, but mm-hmm. may learn something, even if it's not like going to change your point of view, but you may learn right. something about the other person. Absolutely. Or maybe it causes you to challenge your own beliefs or to think a little deeper about the reasons you feel the way that you do. Right. And I, and I think that's sometimes what we miss or what we're missing, especially in like online social media settings where there's not a lot of listening and there's a lot of yelling back and forth and telling someone else how to feel and how to believe. And I think this trickles over, though, into a lot of our interpersonal dynamics. And it does absolutely show up in relationships. It just does. It does. I mean, you have no idea how hard it is to have a conversation with people because I'm always right. And it's really difficult to have conversations with people. You are okay. You know what? First of all, you are right a lot. I will give you that. But here's the thing, though, and I know you're kind of being silly, but, you know, so a way to think about do you have healthy intellectual boundaries in your relationship would be if you share your idea about something, your philosophy on life, an idea you had about a project you want to do, or maybe there's just something that you have never really spoken out loud about, but now you have an opinion and you share that with someone, specifically your significant other. It's not to say that they're going to turn around and go, wow, that was life-changing and I'm so glad you shared your opinion. That doesn't have to happen for it to be a healthy boundary, but here's what a not healthy boundary looks like. For them to go, what's wrong with you? Why would you think that way? How stupid could you be? No one feels that way. You're so wrong. Don't you know I'm right about this? Those are examples of an intellectual boundary that's not being respected. Right now, there's a different way to do that. If, if your significant other says something to you and maybe you really, truly think that they are wrong from a factual perspective, not just an opinion perspective, you can you can find a healthy way to say, you know, 
you shared that with me and I appreciate the fact that you did. I, I want us to be able to have a dialogue about this, but I actually think some of your facts might just be not quite correct. Is there a way we could circle back and look at that together and see if maybe there's a way we can get on the same page? You don't have to be a jerk about it just to be able to be on the same page with your partner. Yeah, it's almost kind of like being bullied in a way, you know? Yeah, it is. It is. And it's like, not only does bullying not do anybody any favors, I don't know anyone that has ever been bullied into agreeing with someone else and actually truly agree with them. You know what I mean? Like, if, if somebody goes, well, how stupid could you be? Why would you think that way? Well, the person might feel like have their feelings hurt and might say, okay, maybe you're right, but that doesn't mean they really truly understood the message. And no connecting, no empathy is occurring. So there's not a lot of connecting happening. And that's one of the reasons that I think we see a lot of relationships that struggle because these boundaries are not in place. And so, yes, boundaries are self-care. Boundaries are for individual relationships. Boundaries are for work, but boundaries are also for your interpersonal dynamic with your significant other. I think... A lot of people may not understand, may not know how to, like, they are so taught, like we talk about all the time from such a young age, to say things like, how can you be so stupid? And they don't really know the proper way to, to right. phrase that, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what I tell people is when you're starting to set these boundaries, ask yourself, are you pointing a lot of fingers and asking a lot of why questions? Why did you do it that way? What's wrong with you? Why, 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 why? What, 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 what? If you're doing that a lot, maybe you're not seeing it through their point of view. And so when we think about intellectual boundaries, empathy is a huge portion of this whole thing. Also going back to those four agreements, the fourth one that says always do your best, but give give other people the benefit also. People don't wake up in the morning and think to themselves, how can I be mediocre today? I'd yeah. like to see what that's like. Even on your laziest day ever, that's not how you start your day, right? And if we don't give people at least some benefit of the doubt, we aren't taking into account what might be going in their life, in their day at that moment. And so if we dismiss them just outright and we don't even give them a voice, then they start to feel like maybe their voice doesn't matter to you. And that I don't think that's what anybody wants, but it can be the effect sometimes or the outcome if these types of boundaries aren't at least attempted. Yeah, sounds like that old resentment can pop up in that situation, you know, creating distance between instead of bringing you together. It's it's almost like you've been doing a podcast with me for like two years now, because that's exactly right. It's, you know, it's this whole thing of when resentment starts to creep in. Not only are you no longer having those deep, meaningful, connecting conversations, but there starts to be that kind of walking on eggshells or feeling like maybe now it's not a safe place to show up. Maybe you can't share your ideas or your opinions for fear of how the other person might think of you or react to you. And so I want you to go back to that idea that if all you're doing is reacting to what the other person is saying, you are not thoughtfully responding. You are not giving yourself the ability to really think through, how do I want to respond to this situation? Do I even have to say anything right now at this very moment? You know, you do this to me and, and my wife does this to me too, where sometimes I'll say something to you guys and you just kind of look at me. And in my mind, I'm like, what did I say wrong? What's going on? What did I do? And you'll say to me sometimes, Randy, you're like, I'm, I'm just thinking, I'm just processing what you just said. 
And I think it's because in my life, I have experienced a lot of times where my boundaries were not respected and I felt put down or belittled or maybe not important. So when someone takes what I say and just wants to process it, I'm kind of like, whoa, oh, okay. Thank, yeah, process away. Go for it. I, I'm okay with that. You know, it took me a really long time to learn how to stop and listen to other people because that's what you have to do. People don't understand that you you have to actually stop your hey me 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 thing and actually listen to what people are saying. And mm-hmm. for me, yeah, it takes a, a bit to kind of let all that soak in so I can not mm-hmm. be corrupted by the me 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 me. You know, and I don't know that the me 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 is intentional, but like here's an example: Have you ever been in a conversation with somebody and they ask you a question and then before you can even answer, they start talking? Every day. <laughs> Okay, so that's an example of an intellectual boundary. Like, you just asked me the question. Like, give me a second to respond. Like, don't just start talking over me. But again, if I'm the one on the receiving end of that and I assume they have bad intentions, well, that's partly on me. Because if I really am not being respected in that way, I need to say, hey, wait a minute, let me say what I want to say. Then I can listen to what you want to say. So it's all about communication. And it will always be about communication. I don't know that a day goes by where someone says, hey, what do you do? And at the core of everything, communication, that's the goal. That is everything because that is what I do. You know, I try to help you figure out how to optimize your communication so that not only your individual relationship with your significant other can be a really prosperous thing, but that your relationships with everybody in your life, family, friends, workplace, all of that can be healthy. That sounds fantastic. I tell people <laughs> that I'm a painter. I My life is very colorful. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. You're hilarious. All right. right. That bomb. So there you go. I'll get off my little boundary soapbox for the week. But okay, so here's the thing. We've talked about physical. We've talked about emotional. And now we've talked about intellectual. So that means next week, we may have a little bit of a longer episode. I don't know. We'll see if we can be concise. But we've got to talk about sexual boundaries. And those include elements of all three that we've already gone through, as well as the three we haven't gone through, plus a whole separate section of what sexual boundaries are. So we may have to extend our, our time next week. I'm just giving people a warning because I know they got on to us for being too chatty. Next week might be one of those weeks. I just don't know what to tell you. So fighting off the earth to throw out all the bad jokes that I want to say, I will just say you can follow me on the Instagrams at rcashcomedy. Thank you very much. Oh my goodness. You're welcome very much. And if you do want to follow along with what I've got going on, go to lindsaywalden.com. There you can download your free relationship communication guide. You can read past blog posts as well as listen to and watch past podcast episodes. You can also subscribe to Therapy Thoughts with Lindsay on iTunes. If you do want to follow me on social media, go to Facebook at Lindsay Walden Consulting. On Instagram, it's at This Is Lindsay Walden. Same thing on TikTok at This Is Lindsay Walden. Pinterest is Therapy Thoughts or Lindsay Walden. You can find me both ways. And then on Clubhouse is at Lindsay.Walden. Until next week, I do hope you keep living your best life and working to build that relationship of your dreams. And we will be back next week with more.